Welcome to the Gotta Pop podcast. My name is Buddy Gott, and I'm the founder and chief editor of Plethora of Pop, which can be found on medium.com or on plethoraofpop.com. On this show, I'll be talking each episode about new and classic things I've been enjoying from the worlds of music, movies, television, books, and some other things too. Sometimes I'll have guests on the show and sometimes I'll be doing them by myself. I thank you very much for joining me today and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. My name is Buddy Gott. Welcome to this episode of my Gotta Pop podcast. If you're listening to the audio version of this on Spotify or Apple or elsewhere, I want to let you know that I also do this on YouTube. And right now it sounds like a helicopter or something strange is flying by or driving by my house. So sorry if it got extra loud there. It's probably not going to come out in the audio or video at all. And people are going to think he's nuts. We don't hear anything. But um, also, so yeah, I do the show on YouTube and uh, for you, those watching on YouTube, obviously I do it on the other things that I just mentioned, uh, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, and other fine, fine places that host podcasts. On today's show, I want to switch things up a little bit. Recently, uh, the last few shows have been about music. Today, I want to talk about movies. This has been a fairly active year for my wife, Lisa, and I, in terms of going to movie theaters, we had gotten away from that uh, probably around the same time a lot of people did during COVID. And this year we've gone several times. And I was going to talk about a whole list of the movies we've seen recently, but I wanted to specifically talk about The Flash. And, you know, what's funny is I'm, I'm, I said all that about movie theaters, but I didn't actually make it to the movie theater to see that one. Um, but anyway, I'll talk about in another show or in one of my articles about things I saw in the theater recently. Uh, regarding The Flash, though, I wanted to go see it in the theater, but uh, I think I was sort of, um, I don't know, deterred a little bit to do that from all the bad reviews I was seeing on it. I don't generally listen to critics because I know a lot of critics in particular don't like movies like The Flash. They tend not to like, um, I don't know, things that maybe the general public would love, uh, especially in, in terms of like superhero movies and uh, action movies and a lot of times comedies. Uh, you know, I don't know. I take cr what critics say with a grain of salt. Sometimes they they nail it. They're right on the money. But, uh, but anyway, the thing is I was seeing that over and over again every time I heard something about The Flash, um, except for like a few people I knew real people, not that critics aren't real people, but uh, you know, my own friends who went to the theaters to see it and said that they actually liked it. But I figured, okay, I'll just wait a little bit. Um, but the movie, you know, I wasn't alone in that. The movie did not do well in the theaters. It was considered to be a bomb. It, uh, you know, a flop, whatever you want to call it, uh, didn't make a lot of money. Well, it made a lot of money, but not the kind of money that the movie, uh, production company needed in terms for it to make a profit for them because it was an expensive movie to make uh, other than of course all the special effects you had uh, Michael Keaton coming back as Batman for it and all kinds of special guests in it and uh, I'm sure that the star Ezra Miller was paid pretty well for it as well but um, I saw it when it came out on cable it came to the Mac service uh, I guess about a month ago and 
it was it was good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I had uh, liked Ezra Miller as the Flash in the, um, I guess it was the two or the Justice League movie. And was there something else too? Um, I forget. I know. I think Ezra Miller played the Flash twice before. I did like the Justice League movie quite a bit more than I expected to. So as I was optimistic about the Flash. I, I was cautiously optimistic though because. Honestly, I was a fan, at least for the first five or six years of the Flash TV series. And I thought that was done really well. And I didn't know if I necessarily, if, or if the world needed another Flash. Um, and one thing that kind of deterred me a little bit too was, I know that in the TV series, they had covered the Flash going to, you know, alternate Earths, uh, the whole multiverse thing, whatever you want to call it. Um, a, a few years before the series ended and they did a really, really good job of it. Cause you saw him you know, running into alternate versions there of uh, Superman and uh, well, there was Supergirl. He met Supergirl by doing that sort of thing. And um, it, they, they did a good job. So I'm like, okay, or is the movie going to do a good job of it? And, and they did. And I have to wonder though, why this movie wasn't better received than it was. And that's mostly from the critics, of course, but, um, well, the critics, like I said, they, they get a little stuffy about these kinds of things, but the general public, um, why didn't this do better? Why didn't more people want to go out to see this movie? Was it along the same lines of what I said in terms of they were scared off by the bad reviews or was it more than that? This movie also had something a lot of people said may have been a big uh, reason for why it didn't do well. And that was some of the legal troubles that the star Ezra Miller had has had in the past few years. Um, I don't know a lot about them. I tend to, I don't know, stay away from like the national Enquirer type stories that I see, uh, you know, online or elsewhere. I, I, I think Ezra Miller has had some, emotional struggles. Uh, I don't know if it's related to anxiety or depression or anything like that. I don't, I don't want to falsely, you know, make any accusations there, but there have been some issues and unfortunately they have had a lot of problems and you hate to see that kind of thing with someone uh, their age and, uh, or of any age. So uh, I hope whatever's going on with Ezra Miller, that's working itself out because uh, they're a very talented actor and i hope they have a long productive career with a lot of successes because there's a lot of talent there but so i think some people had an issue with that because i i think there had been some accusations that ezra miller got away with some crimes that they committed because of their stardom and i don't know i, I don't i don't know about that that wasn't a reason why i didn't go see it i already told you i was just kind of you know I don't know, just a, just a little hesitant to go because of the bad reviews and, and because generally, I don't know, I, I'm not the biggest fan, like I said earlier, of going out to the movie theaters sometimes. Uh, I used to be. I used to go every week to the movies, but now, oh boy, this could be a whole other show in and of itself where it gets, I don't know, sort of annoying to listen to other people in the movie theater, almost every movie that my wife and I have been to this year, we've had loud people in there or people on their phones or just people acting obnoxiously. And it takes away from the whole movie going experience, which is already 
sort of a big deal because it's not inexpensive to go to the movies, especially if you go on a, a night where the tickets are jacked up to the highest price possible. And don't even get me started on what the snacks are like at the concession stands. It's outrageous. You all know that if you've been to the theaters, you know, it's just, it costs a small fortune to go to the movies anymore. It's not like it used to be. I don't want to sound like one of those old guys who says, Oh, it's just not like it was back in the day, but it's really not like it was back in the day. But in terms of the flash, let me get back to that before I go off on a whole other tangent about movie theaters. Uh, but uh, I still love going to movie theaters. It's just not as much fun as it used to be. But one of the reasons I wonder about in terms of the lack of financial success for this movie is, again, related back to the critics, wondering if the critics slam this in part because it was actually a fun movie. It was a fun movie. It had very serious moments in it. It had uh, some emotional scenes in it related to some of the struggles that the Flash slash Barry Allen went through. But overall, it was fun. And unfortunately, that's not something you see all that often in a lot of the superhero movies. Some really are really, really, really dark now. Uh, I would even say that was the case with some of the more recent Batman movies where they were fantastic, but maybe they were like for me. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of the Dark Knight. I, I like I like overall. I like the trilogy quite a bit. My mic got a little crooked here. You know, people who are listening don't know I have to spin it all around. Um, but uh, like I, I loved uh, the first um, Batman Begins movie. The second one, the Dark Knight, that, to me, that was a little too dark. I thought Heath Ledger was fantastic as the Joker, but I just overall didn't love that movie. However, I did like the next one. What was it? The Dark Knight Rises. Um, I thought that was really good. But overall, you know, a lot of superhero movies are very, very dark. And like I was saying, The Flash was maybe not as dark. It was it was a little more fun. It had, it had a lot of fun scenes in it. And also, uh, I think that was the case recently. I haven't seen this yet, but the latest Shazam movie, the second Shazam movie, what was it called? Shazam Gods of Fury, or I want to say Fists of Fury, but I'm pretty sure that was a Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris movie back in the 70s or 80s. Um, but it was fun. And did that turn people off? Was it too fun for them? Another reason, too, I've seen people upset with The Flash was because they, well, I don't want to give anything away regarding the movie, but... As I said earlier, the Flash, the multiverse is involved in this. And oh boy, the multi, there's something right there. Okay. Has the multiverse thing been done to death in movies? You've had uh, the animated Spider Man multiverse movies, which I have not seen yet, but I'm dying to see. Uh, not dying, but you know what I mean. I'm anxious to see them. And then um, what was the other one that was the big mul – oh, the um, Doctor Strange just had a multiverse movie. It's like every every time you turn around, there's a multiverse or alternate Earth story. And that, that was one of the reasons, too. I was like, oh, gosh, I've seen this so many times. Do I want to see this again right now? And it was actually it was actually really good. But where I was originally going with this was the fact that with him, you know, traveling to or events happen where you see the flash involved with like alternate earths and in that you see alternate versions of some superheroes and other characters who we know in this world of the flash and one of the beefs a lot of people had was there is in particular at least two actors who passed away many many years ago 
who are through the use of CGI incorporated into this movie, into the story of this movie very, very briefly, but still you see these, these actors appear on screen who, like I said, passed away many years ago. And a lot of people had a problem with that because they were figured it was sort of in some ways a cheap stunt. And they took the attitude of how dare you do that? How dare you include him there when he had no say in his image being used in this movie. And I don't know how that all worked out. If like the family members of those two actors in particular that I'm thinking of, I think it's actually more than two are shown in this movie. Did they approve it or did the movie production company not even need them to do that? I don't know. Um, personally, I knew about this. You can't one another big unfortunate thing with blockbuster movies is if you spend any amount of time online even if you're not trying to look for information about movies it, it it's very likely that movies are going to be spoiled for you i remember right after this movie came out i was just bopping around on twitter or facebook or, or i guess it was twitter back then i don't know twitter or x uh, whatever it's called that particular week and, and i saw spoilers for the movie i saw mentions of these particular actors likenesses being used in there and so that was that i, I was mad at that because i'm like oh i would have liked to have noticed discovered that on my own and um when i saw it i liked it i, I was actually kind of touched by it because these were characters that i have loved for well those versions of those characters were portrayals that i loved well gosh for most of my life so i was happy to see that and overall i was really happy i mentioned um of course one of the big things about this movie, especially even when it was being made, was the news that Michael Keaton was returning for the first time in, I want to say, 30 years. Uh, I think it was early 90s that he last played Batman. He was in the second Batman movie. And uh, so, yeah, he was supposed to return in, he returned for this, and then he was also also supposed to be in the Batgirl movie, which was filmed but never released. The production company decided not to release that, which I think is kind of a bummer because I heard that it was actually, I don't know, it, from those involved making it they they thought it turned out pretty well but that's a whole other story too but anyway i liked seeing michael keaton back in the movie as batman i've always liked michael keaton i was a fan of him long before batman back in the uh, days of the movie night shift and mr mom like so many other people you know that's where i discovered him and it was great to see him back on screen i thought he had uh great chemistry with ezra miller and also um he's not the only batman in there because in the world that we already knew this flash to exist, you had um, Ben Affleck playing, Bat playing Batman, and he is in this as well. Um, and from what I understand, I guess, at, at least as of now, that's it, it, that is his last appearance as Batman. And I thought it was a, a really good last appearance as Batman. I have heard him say that, uh, Ben Affleck say that he, actually that was his favorite instance of playing Batman. He had played him, of course, in the Justice League movie. And I guess it was the uh, Superman and Batman movie. Um, it was a Dawn of Justice, something like that. And um, I thought Affleck was great. I thought everybody actually in this was great. I even liked, um, I shouldn't say it this way, but I, I was going to say I even liked Michael Shannon as uh, General Zod. He had played General Zod in the uh, Man of Steel movie, which I am not a fan of. I don't like man of steel i mean like michael shannon was fine in man of steel i just generally don't like that movie there's another case of a movie being too dark too they really did some things with that storyline that i was not happy with but uh again maybe a maybe cause for another show or an article on a plethora of pop 
com, which I am the uh, uh, owner and chief editor of, and a lot of great writers write for. I'll actually include a link in the credits here. In the credits, it's not a movie, buddy. Uh, in the uh, in the notes for this. Anyway. <laughs> this turned out longer than I expected, and, and I hope uh, you all haven't fallen asleep by now. If you don't want to fall asleep, watch The Flash. The Flash is a very entertaining movie. Uh, if if you like, uh, like I said, it's 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 got a lot of fun moments in it. I, I like Ezra Miller as The Flash. I, I loved, um, I guess Grant Gustin is the name of the actor who played The Flash in the TV series. Admittedly, I did not watch the last couple of years of that series, but I thought he was a great Flash. I think Ezra Miller is a great Flash. I hope there is an opportunity for Ezra Miller to play The Flash again. I don't know necessarily if there will be a sequel to this movie. Uh, personally, I hope it gains a life on cable or, you know, different streaming services because it deserves a bigger audience than it got in the theaters. It was a lot of fun. So if you're a superhero fan, if you like The Flash, don't listen to a lot of, to what a lot of those critics said, or at least listen to it with a grain of salt because it, it's it's actually a very entertaining movie. And that's about it for this episode. I was going to also mention, uh, oh, well, why don't I mention it? Why tease you? I'm not that kind of guy. One movie that I did go to the theaters recently to see that I was quite disappointed by, and my wife was too. We went the other day to see My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. And I had gone to the theater to see the original movie, which I think is about 20 years old now. I think it came out in either 2002 or 2003. Liked the first movie quite a bit. Never got around to seeing the second one, which came out, I believe, in 2016. And then you got this new one that just came out last week in the, I guess, the beginning of September. And to um, my wife and I had tickets for this weeks ago. So we recently watched both the first one and the second one back to back one night. And I ended up liking the second one quite a bit. I actually, in some ways, I think I liked my big fat Greek wedding too. Uh, even a little bit more than the first one. So I was optimistic. My wife and I, my wife's name is Lisa, by the way. We were optimistic to see this. We got movie tickets. She was off from work. So we went to a matinee and it just, uh, it, oh, I, I don't ever want to say anything is bad because there's, I like the actors and actresses in this movie. Uh, it's got a great, it's got a great, great cast. Uh, you had, uh, most of the surviving members of the first two movies, the surviving cast members are back in this one. But for me, the story was just kind of lacking. The jokes weren't necessarily there. It was uh, my wife and I sat there and we heard some other people laughing in the theater and we were just sitting there stone faced. And it was funny because both of us, we found out after the fact, had thought about maybe even leaving the theater, but we thought the other one was enjoying it. <laughs> But uh, at one point, I think it was about maybe 15, 20 minutes before the movie ended, I turned to her and whispered, you know, do you like this? How do you like it? And she goes, oh, it's it's not good, buddy. It's not good. And I said, yeah, it's it's a real disappointment. And at least we had really good, uh, we had good popcorn and tasty beverages there. So it wasn't a complete waste. But anyway, if, if you like the big fat Greek wedding movies, the first couple, you might want to check it out. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm just letting you know, I, I was disappointed by it unlike The Flash, which I really, really dug. And that's it for this episode of Gotta Pop. I thank you for either watching or listening. I'm going to be doing another show next week with a guest. I'm going to be talking to a very talented writer friend of mine named Carrie Purvis. And we're going to be talking about, we're, we're going to mix it up. We're going to be talking about music 
and television, we're going to be talking about the music of the Bee Gees, and we're also going to talk about the classic TV show Barney Miller, which was popular in the 1970s and 80s, and actually has regained popularity recently uh, from being available on different streaming services. I, I know a lot of younger people have found the show and just love it. So we're going to talk about both those things in the next episode of Gotta Pop. So I, again, I thank you for tuning in, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye. This is where I try to remember where the uh, stop button is. I found it. Okay, see ya.